0: Glorify the name of God for the special opportunity we have to be blessed this evening again. This is your favorite program, Kingdom Life, coming to you from your inspirational station, ECHO 89.7 FM. This program comes up from 8.05 to 8.35 every Sunday evening. I'm Jumi Adetweishol Lagunju, the minister on this program. I'm not alone in the studio tonight. I have with me my co-presenters, they are sister Unida Mola. And Sister Lua Fumilayo. Sister Oyinda Mola, you are welcome to the program tonight.
1: Good evening, listener.
0: Thank you very much. I love this transformation. Oyinda Mola, a couple of months ago, used to say, Good evening, listener. Good evening, fellow children. Is that telling you something? Pointing to something? Oyinda Mola is now a teenager, she's 13 years old. And she's always feeling cool. I'm now a young adult. So, Indamola, thank you very much for being with us on this program. I think you started when you were seven years old, am I right? Six. Six. Good. I'm so happy for that. Six years old was when she started the program with us. So, thank you very much for being part of the program.
1: You're welcome, Pastor.
0: Thank you very much. My dear listener out there, that tells you and I something. That there's no age that is too little for you to bring your children up to hear the word of God. So, your younger ones out there, the younger ones out there, those that are five years, six years, no matter their age, please draw their attention. So this program, whenever we come on the air, and as you are doing so, we are putting their feet on the right step as they grow up, they will not deviate from it in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you are there, you are always thinking, of, Oh, I've been believing God for my own children for a child all these years. Tonight, the Lord is opening a new chapter in your life, your joy will be full, and the next one year, you'll be having testimonies to give in Jesus' name. Amen. And I congratulate you once again because that's just additional, a kind of bonus for you for Being part of this program tonight, thank you very much. With me as well is Sister Lua Fomilayo. You are welcome to the program tonight. Good evening, listener. Thank you very much, my dear listener. Out there, the Lord had marked you out for greatness, He had marked you out for victory, He had marked you out for success, He has marked you out for divine healing, perfect earth, nothing is going to disqualify you from enjoying the multiple blessings. In fact, it is said in the scripture that Lord says, I've come to give life abundantly and for you to have full life. Let's look at this in the book of John chapter 10, verse 9 to 10, so that we'll be able to understand what the scripture says, as in what he has made you to enjoy and what I'm now expecting from him. Most of us, we do self-disqualification. Let's look at this together. Winda please read for us.
1: Yes. I am the gate those who come in through me will be saved they will come and go freely and will find good pastures verse 10 the thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life
0: thank you our lord jesus christ says i am the gate those who come through me will be saved now let me explain the word "saved" there because of our background there in this part of the world we are not able to connect fully so the meaning, the interpretation, explanation contained in the scripture. The word saved, used by Lord Jesus Christ, means to do well in all things, in everything we do. To do well is not just save from my sin alone. The word saved means when you come to me, you will do well in everything. Please read verse 10 again. He now explains it in verse 10 of that same John chapter 10 to explain what that save means. Continue reading, please.
1: Verse 10. The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy
0: that is referring to satan okay go ahead my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life wonderful thank you very much so he says, i'm here to save to give you a rich and satisfying life that means as long as you know christ you have declared that i'm for him christ is my lord and savior you are already destined to succeed irrespective of any negative things People might be thinking of, somebody says, because you have sins in your life, because you are not able to take part in this. And a lot of people get discouraged. They do self-disqualification. After putting in that justification and it doesn't work, they now carry out self-disqualification and box themselves out of that blessing. But Lord Jesus Christ said, I've come to save for you to do well in all things and for you to have life more abundantly, live it more abundantly. So, my dear listeners, in the last few weeks, we have been looking at series of episodes on following the Redeemer's footsteps, and we look at great faith for receiving from God. In that episode, we also pointed out that fasting is not a condition for you to be blessed, for you to receive from God, that fasting only increases your sensitivity to spiritual matter. Our Lord Jesus Christ did not come to condemn fasting, Neither did he commend fasting as a way for you to be blessed, no. So we explained there in the previous episode what God described as the idea of fasting acceptable unto God. And now we need to focus more on that without leaving the other one untouched. And that if you are going to go into fasting, you need to understand why am I doing it. I'm not doing it so that my prayer will be answered. No, God did not give that as a condition. When you have to go into it, it's better to understand why I'm doing it. You are doing it for you to be more sensitive to spiritual matters, for you to develop yourself, It has nothing to do with how righteous you are before God, how well qualified you are to be blessed. No. So just because a lot of people beat about the bush, some people go under a lot of bondage they give themselves. Uh, Tonight is not for question and answer because we receive a series of questions from people. On that, in subsequent episodes, we look at it and in that episode also we look at uh, what the Heavenly Father has revealed to us concerning tithing. Is tight a condition prerequisite for you to be blessed and receive blessing from God? Will not paying tight expose you to curses for you to be cursed? and we explain no there's no way in the bible where it is written it is misinterpretation that made people to be saying because you didn't pay your tithe a curse will be upon you devourer will not be rebuked no that's not the word of god for us if you look at the book of malachi it was directed at the priests who were stealing money out of greed diverting the tithe and the offering people contributed they were not using it to take care of the widow of the fatherless, the motherless, the strangers, and the that is meant for. Instead, they were out of greed, diverting it, and they were preaching wrong messages to people. And God said, Ye priests, these are the things I have for you. It is written in the book of Malachi chapter 2. You read from chapter 1 verse 6 up to verse 9. Read chapter 2 of Malachi and chapter 3 as well. And by chapter 4, in our promise, and said, our Lord Jesus Christ is coming, the Son of righteousness that is coming to take the place of the priest. And because we now have free access to this high priest, our Lord Jesus Christ, we are peculiar people. So, my dear listener out there, we use the opportunity to explain to a lot of people let's follow the redeemer's footsteps. Not a leader in the name of a pastor of a GOAGS footsteps. We are following our Lord Jesus Christ teaching and footsteps. Just as we always say on this program, we don't come up to condemn anyone to condemn or destroy a church, we come here to what the scripture says, what you and I ought to understand, what we ought to have known earlier on, and if out of ignorance we didn't know it, the Lord revealed to us our right before the Lord, our right at the feet of our Lord Jesus Christ, and now we have unhindered access to the throne of grace. And we look at the example given by our Lord Jesus Christ, about the two people that were referred to as having great faith in the scripture. He said. I've not seen such a great faith in the land of Israel. Only two people of all the miracles recorded in the Scripture, only two people were described by Lord Jesus Christ as having great faith. And guess one thing that's peculiar to these two people: none of them had the law mentality, the consciousness of being righteous. No, they were people that were gentiles. Not only that, they were not. Self focused about how well they have been obeying the law. There were people that were Christ focused. They focused on Christ, and because of that, great were their testimonies. Blessings. Our Lord Jesus Christ commended them because the centurion came and our Lord Jesus said, Wow, I've not seen such a great faith. The Canaanite woman also came and our Lord Jesus said, I've not seen such a great faith. They were not self-focused, neither were they law-conscious. They were not conscious of the law, but they were Christ-focused. And that's what the Lord has been retreating for you and I, for us to look more in His direction. Focus on Him and still look. I'm going to enjoy these blessings, not because of my self-righteousness, not because of how well I've been able to do this right, but how well I've focused on Christ. And tonight, my dear listener, out there, irrespective of your background, irrespective of your condition, irrespective of what you have done wrong in the past, the Lord is saying tonight, the miracle is here for you, the victory is here for you. The success is here for you in Jesus' name. Amen. So, my dear listeners, there, I congratulate you once again for being part of this program. One area that most people do not even understand the import that we pointed out before we uh, we we concluded the message, we ended the message in the previous episode is what is recorded in the book of Luke chapter five, and there we have uh, what Apostle Peter did. i mean being young then, as a disciple, just meeting the Lord. And when our Lord Jesus Christ showed that miracle, and when he said, look, he went into the boat of Simon, and he told him, in verse 4 of Luke chapter 5, he said, Launch into the deep, and let down your net for a catch. And Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the nets. And because he had an encounter with our Lord Jesus Christ, he launched into the deep out there and they caught fishes. So they said that their nets started breaking. And guess what happened? This is the ignorance displayed by Simon then, and which most of us see displayed today. Simon, after seeing what happened, it dawned on him that this must be a prophet. This must be a man of God with anointing. And guess what Peter said? Peter, when he saw it, he fell down at at Jesus kneel, saying, Depart from from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Depart from me. I am not worthy to receive. Ha, no, 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 I can't be in the presence of a holy man like this. Depart from me. And that really is the message. Most of the time, we do a self-qualification of unworthiness, either by virtue of what you have been hearing repeatedly from people, And that's when in one of our series, somebody asked a question and said a lot of calamity, something happened to him, another thing happened, and a week after, something else happened. And when he met a young pastor and they said, bro, did you pay your tithes? I miss it in the last two months. You see, that's what we are saying. The Bible said this, and they started putting blame and discouragement on the person. And that person left with that sense of guilt. That is because I did not pay my debt. Tha, that's why curses is coming. No, our God is not a hungry father. It's not a hungry God that will not afflict pain, injury, afflictions on you because you did not pay, Tide. Tha, and that was the same law mentality, law consciousness. And the self-disqualification that Simon had, that Simon Peter, when he said, look, depart from me from an unworthy man. that Lord has said you and I are qualified before him through our Lord Jesus Christ. So no self-disqualification. You need to come to him with that consciousness. And the Lord Jesus eventually got this worked on Peter and after some years, Peter later now started saying, look, I'm in the presence of the Lord. I can enjoy this. So now we we'll won't be able to get to that by the mountain of transfiguration. By the time Peter listened, so what happened to the Lord? He said, look, it is better we stay here. Let's build three tabernacles. One for you, one for Moses and one for Elijah, no longer running away. That's at the dispensation of grace, staying with our Lord Jesus Christ. So my dear listeners the Lord is reminding you and I tonight of the need for us to come unto him, not with that self-disqualification, but with the consciousness of a child, of someone that has been promised greater beyond our expectation. That's what the Lord says and that's what he's still retreating tonight. We are looking at a place in the book of John chapter 9. From verse 1 to 5, and that is another area where a lot of people have been waged down out of ignorance. They are made to believe, ah, how will this not happen to you? It's because of the sin in your life. Because of the sin in your life, that's why this is happening. Please, get me right. We are not telling people, continue to sin, continue to do evil things. No, we are telling people that irrespective of your state, Christ is still calling you. He loves you, he cares for you. In fact, if it are to be based on righteousness, frankly speaking, according to the word of God, no one will be qualified before the Father to receive anything. If you say, I'm already holy, I'm sanctified, I'm 100%, I wonder where you will bring yours from. Because the scripture itself has retreated it. But when you come with the consciousness that my righteousness is in Christ, and you have that consciousness with the grace of god in you you'll be living victorious life not dwelling in sin but for you to be moving from grace to grace so let's look at the book of john chapter 9 there we see what transpired there the disciples also were also confused because of the traditions around them and they were asking the lord jesus Christ, this young chap that had this problem is it because of his sin or that of the parent because you know right from the time the child was little he's been blind let's read together from john chapter 9 from verse 1
2: and as jesus passed by he saw a man which was blind from his birth and his disciples answered asked him saying master who did sin, this man or his parents that he was born blind jesus answered neither has this man sinned nor his parents but that the
0: works of God should be made manifest in him. Thank you. Our Lord Jesus responded to them. He said, look. Neither this child or the parent's sin is so that the work of God will be manifested in him. And that was exactly what happened. And why is it so? Because the disciples grew up with the mindset, with the mentality and what they had in terms of tradition, what they heard from the people. In fact, if anything happened to someone, it Is because of the sin. And our Lord just said, no, it's not so. And more so it is written in the book of Galatians chapter 3, where it is now being explained more to the Gentiles out there, and even to the Jew that look, what did our Lord Jesus come to do? He has come here to fill our place, to fill every area in our life and make us to be qualified before the Father. The disciples were still confused with the age-long limitation by sin-consciousness and being law focus. Christ is the fulfilment of the law. And in fact, the word Christ, the name Christ, according to the book of Matthew, chapter 16, when he asked the disciple, who do people say I am? And after they explained the way the people described him, and he asked them, Who do you say I am? And Peter said, You are Christ. And the Lord Jesus Christ, flesh and blood, has not revealed this to you, but by my Father in heaven. And the word Christ means he that takes away sins and removes every curse. He that takes away sins And remove every curse. That means every generational curse is transferred to and born by our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my dear listener, we are no longer connected to any generational curse. We are connected to generational blessing through our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's look at this together in the book of Galatians, chapter 3, verse 13 and verse 14. Winda, read for us, please.
1: But Christ had rescued us from the curse pronounced by the law. When he was hung on the cross, he took upon himself the curse. For our wrongdoing for it is written in the scriptures cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree verse 14 through christ jesus god has blessed the gentiles with the same blessing he promised to abraham so that we who are believers might receive the promised
0: holy spirit through faith thank you my dear listener that really is the word that our lord jesus christ has borne everything for us and it became sin for us for you and I to be spotless before the Father. And the latter part of that place, verse 14 of Galatians chapter 3, says we are connected to the Abrahamic blessings through our lord jesus christ that means we are connected to the generational blessings and that's why i feel so concerned and worried when i hear ministers or believers retreating the fact that ah what is wrong with this person is because of the generational curse come over so that we break the generational curse for you and somebody is made to be feeling like a superstar that is the one that is breaking generational curse my dear listener out there if on your own where you are tonight as you are listening to this message shift your mind a kind of paradigm shift from where you used to be and you say now i'm connected to generational blessing abrahamic blessing through our lord jesus christ and you reject there every negative thing that you have been made to believe that has been trailing you in your family lineage. tonight you break away from it my dear listener you are delivered but the moment you start connecting your mind to the negative stuffs Lo and behold, according to their faith, it will happen to them. That's what the scripture says. So my dear listener out there, connect to the generational blessings. There's no sickness, no ailment, no evil thing that comes upon you, and it's not saying it's because the person sinned. That's why the sickness came. A very common place that people always miss quotes, I don't know whether time will permit us tonight, is the book of James chapter five where people will quote a place and said it's because of the sin that causes sickness and because of the sickness that's why this happened. My dear listen when we are able to understand what the Bible says what our Lord Jesus Christ stands for, and now we are already empowered to succeed in whatever we are doing. How we are expected to live a life in the fullness and do well in all things, which the word saved means, then the more we continue to enjoy it. In the world, what our Lord God did for us, the salvation we enjoyed there, in the Jewish language, salvation means nothing broken, nothing lacking, it is by grace, it brings wholeness. When they hear the word salvation, it means wholeness total package nothing broken nothing missing and as i said in the earlier when we cited this message that the word saved used by our lord jesus christ in the book of john chapter 10 verse 9 to 10 means that he has brought oneness to us and for us to do well in all things so our lord jesus christ has come to save us not just from the generational whatever curse we have not just the generational curse alone but he has come to bless us that will succeed in all things. So, my dear listener out there, as you are connecting to this I and mean, you are saying, Lord, you came because of me. I am for me to do well in all things. With that energy, with that faith, with that connection, move ahead and you continue to succeed in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's quickly look at this because of our time. We we'll continue in this subsequent episode where we are told in the book of James chapter 5. Let's quickly read together from verse 15 to verse 16. If temperament will touch the aspect in 1st Peter chapter 4. Continue reading, please.
2: And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the lord shall raise him up and if he have committed sins they shall be forgiven him verse 16 confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that ye may be healed the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous may avail us
0: much thank you he said confess your trespass one to another and pray for one another, that you may be healed. The effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Now, the verse 15 says, And the prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise him, and if he has committed any sins, he will be forgiven. And that is where the erroneous translation and interpretation comes in. Because people will read literally, in fact, if you read Yoruba version or Iggo version, it is translated literally as Committed a sin as in sin against God. Unfortunately, that is not what is translated from. Now, time me not permit tonight, but I will refer you to some places where you will study on your own, and we'll continue the subsequent episode. There, it is said and believed, even medically, that when you have grudge against someone or somebody offends you, and you are harboring that animosity, and you have that hatred, you are bottling up in your heart, you are bottling that anger. A time comes when it start, it can degenerate into sickness. It starts weighing you down, so when somebody has any ailment and they use medication and it's not going, they will not look at the area of do you have any inner wound, anything that is bothering you, that you are worrying, fretting about, and they will look at it that if any of you has issues against each other, let the person come, confess, share it out and get forgiveness where necessary. And if you need intervention, you will do it and you will be able to take such burden away from you. In verse twenty of that same chapter, let him know that he who turns a sinner from the error of his way will save a soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. For you to understand that better, in that first part we read in fifteen and sixteen, you need to look at the book of Isaiah, chapter thirty-three, verse twenty-four, and first Peter chapter four, verse eight, where the explanation is given about the issue of such grudges having animosity and not forgiving people. Medically, it has been proven that when you have this kind of thing in you, toxic of different levels will be released into your organ and it starts killing you inwardly. In fact, the person you are mad at, you are angry with, is not affected. It is you bottling the anger that you will be falling sick. And that's what James was describing here and about the people understand that you need to be cheerful. You need to forgive, don't avoid. And when you do it, then you discover there are a lot of ailments. Tonight, we won't be able to conclude this. I want to plead with you. Be part of this program in the subsequent episode when we we'll continue with the message on following the Redeemer's full step. Great faith for receiving from God. God loves you. He cares for you. My dear listener out there, move away from self-disqualification. Move away from self-righteousness. Connect to the righteousness in our Lord Jesus Christ. And you will continue to enjoy unlimited access to the throne of grace. God loves you. He cares for you. My dear listener, are you ready to follow this our Lord Jesus Christ? Not a denomination, but Christ our only Lord and Savior.
2: You can link us on our email address, KingdomLifeFamily at Yahoo.com, or through our producer, Taiwo Omoshile, Eco 89.7 FM, at Ikeja. A sound engineer on this program has been Sonayo Joseph. Remain Blessed.
0: Thank you very much, my dear listener out there. As we always say on this program, Christianity is a way of life, not just a religion. Let others see Christ in you, in the way you obey the law of the land. Obedience to the law of the land is obedience to the word of God. When people come across you in your office today on the road, let them see Christ in you, in your kindness, in your truthfulness, in your honesty. And you'll be bringing more to Christ through your behavior, through your attitude, and the way you relate with them. I'm Jumi on you. Be part of this program next week, Sunday, by 8.05. Remain blessed
1: Righteousness Peace And joy